hey guys. So, I'm back quicker than I expected because I got another download. And you know, I just run with the show, okay? Uh, but I got another download. Um, and funny enough, I'm back again at my mom's. <laughs> just like the last episode. But, uh, I been thinking about presentation. Hmm? Presentation. Um, and it's funny because like we put so much on presentations, don't we? And I, like I said, I'm recording this, I'm recording this on December 26th. Okay. And the day after Christmas and a lot of hype is put around the presentation of Christmas, isn't it? Like me personally, like I don't wrap shit anymore. I don't, I don't, I don't feel the need to go and buy paper and tape and bows and fucking sparkly shit and tags just to stick them on something and write somebody's name and give it to them so they can rip it open and we can throw it all away. (laughs) I just, I don't, I don't see the point in all that presentation, I find it wasteful and unnecessary. And, you know, my kids know what's what when it comes to, you know, the whole Santa thing and everything else. So uh, it's, it's more authentic and real for them, you know. And part of that is just presentation of it is what it is. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you can shun me for that if you like, but I, like I said, I just, a lot has changed for me in the past uh, couple, you know, year and a half or whatever. And I just don't see the need to waste on those frivolous things. I don't. Um, but yeah, so I, I've been thinking about it over the past couple of days, different presentations and shit like that. So that's what I'm going to talk about today. Among other things I'm going to get into, but I want to start it with this. And like I said, presentation isn't it a thing like we really look to a lot, right? Like even not just Christmas, you know, but like we set up our world based on presentation all the fucking time, all the fucking time, don't we? And, uh, if the mic picks up me moving and shifting, uh, I'm sorry, (laughs) but I'm really not sorry because I have every right to fucking move when I want to. But I, like I said, I'm recording at my mom's, so I'm in a little bit of a different space. Um, and damn it, I want to be comfortable. <laughs> so deal with shifty sounds on the microphone, my friends. Um, but yeah, presentation all the time. Um, like we show what we want to, right? In our own ways, right? We're all different, but we show where we want people to see, right? Like, but where do we start to feel truly comfortable enough to present ourselves in all our authenticity? Hmm? Like, okay, let me present to you my current surroundings, right? So here I sit, drinking some tea in a little mountain town west of Atlanta, Georgia, and Outside, on this, the 26th day of September, a delicate snow is falling. Hmm? A serene dusting on this chilly winter night. We're, we're about to get a fucking staggering one-quarter inch, you guys. 
Hey, it's a lot for these Southern people, okay? <laughs> I guess it's just a, a little prep for me, right? As I plan my trip, um, as my trip gets closer and closer for me going back up to New England for a while. But I'm sorry, everyone in the South, this little snowfall is my fault. <laughs> Spears prepping my ass. Um, but no, back to the episode. <laughs> Picture it, right? A little dusting of snow. Picturesque, right? Pure white snow on a cold night. Sounds so, oh, I don't know, Norman Rockwell, yeah? Hmm? <laughs> Except the authentic part that most would leave out, right, is I'm drinking the tea because I can feel my throat getting scratchy. Hmm? Hmm. I don't fucking want that because I need to finish my final week and my current job. And I'm not going to go down feeling less than my best. Mm -mm. Also, I just finished arguing with my kid about a computer game because trying to help with those stupid Roblox games is fucking annoying as shit. And what's the freaking point of them having an app that's completely different than the fucking online version when they have the same fucking games? And honestly, this tea is delicious and I digress. <laughs> Authentic as I can be. Hmm? And that's the truth. But seriously, I have been thinking about this lately. I have. How we choose to present ourselves, our lives, our appearance, anything really, to the outside world. We strive. <clears throat> and remember, please, how much I fucking hate that word. But yeah, we strive for that gleaming exterior, right? Like... We want to present ourselves straight as can be, yeah? Straight as can fucking be. Nice, tall, beautiful, glowing exterior postures, right? But what I've been getting from my guides lately is how often do we focus on the interior, the heart posture, if you will? How often do we look inside to see how tall we stand with our integrity, our morals, our faith and belief system? And how often do we strive <laughs> to stand tall for what our heart speaks to us? How often do we look at our own inside versus our outside? For me, I used to try to be appealing to the outside. Uh, like, not... So much as like a vapid person, um, cause I really, I really wasn't ever really super materialistic, but I don't know, more as in how outside viewed my choices, my ideas, like to me for jobs and in instance, right? I wanted to fucking shine in the eyes of those who I thought mattered, even if I didn't agree with the policy or the people that they held the authority and I wanted their respect. And it was important that I excel in my career because I based who I was on my job, my job skills, my positions and all that, right? So it was just something ingrained in me from a young age from my father. And it's something that stuck with me for a long, long time. And it's something that I had to come to terms with as to who I was and how I navigated my life for a long time, right? Now, 
now that I've learned to tap into my own awareness and empathic awareness, and I try instead each day, I try to navigate differently than I ever have in the past. And for me, that's simply going within, seeking the approval of my own self, navigating through an authenticity and not what the outside world thinks or sees or views me as. Um, and a big part of this process was poking around in my life and in my choices and looking at what happens there, right? Like pain, for instance. Sometimes when we experience pain, especially emotional pain, we can shield our eyes from it and our hearts, but, you know, shut down, right? We need to be more open to our pain. We need to try more to embrace the pain because when we do, we actually learn why it hurts. And we can start by asking ourselves, what do we gain from pain? What do we gain from pain? What do we gain from painful experiences? Relationships that broke us. Hmm? We do need to do this because we need to experience the lower self in order to be able to understand how to ascend to the higher self. And it takes effort to do this. And it's not for the weak at heart. It's not. <laughs> you have to prepare you for the inner workings of you. <laughs> if you don't, you might not be able to light them shadows, right? Because we all have those shadows. We do. And that's part of the presentation that we try to not let the world see. The dark side of us. Or what we assume is the dark side of us, right? See, our shadows consist of parts of the self. Those lower energies that sometimes only karmic or lower vibrational entanglements with others will bring out. Those painful situations, yeah? When we begin to understand our experiences from the standpoint of growth for ourselves, we release the judgment the ego wants to project onto others. We begin to see more clearly how these entanglements are meant to untangle in reality. Untangle the inner process of all that is us. It's uh, an individual journey of self-development using the way the self reflects within and without. See? Even when we don't understand, we see that it is actually always for our benefit. It is. It just takes us some time to realize that, yeah? And that's because our journeys are deeper than, than we think they are. And more often than we care to think they are. <laughs> so for me, if you know, you know, you know, I should say you do know, if you've been listening, that I stepped out on faith this year. I acted in ways, spoke in ways, learned, in, learned new things that felt so fucking unfamiliar to me. <laughs> Honestly. Just because my soul was nudging me to do it, and I finally listened. I finally basically threw my hands up and said, fuck it, what do I gotta lose? 
Hmm? Uh, I listen because my mind-based ways weren't, weren't, weren't cutting it for me anymore. They just weren't. And as hard as that was for me to acknowledge, I knew that if I wanted change, I had to try. <laughs> and I've come to learn that as humans, we really are so in tune to the universe. We, we just have to learn to step outside of the body, the physical body, and what is happening around us and really dive into what is happening within us to be able to tune into that and not judge ourselves for it when we do. Hmm? Do we have to allow our own inner voice to become the most important and impactful voice? And learn to hear that one voice over all those voices outside of us and all around us. When we can, that's when we start getting the greater picture. That's when we begin to bridge the seen with the unseen. And our lives absolutely change. They do. And if you're trying for yourself, you'll see that it will. Because that's how we heal ourselves. How we heal what once would have hindered us completely. Stopped us from exploring what we truly know we wanted deep within. And it takes commitment and communication. A powerful dialogue with the universe. God, spirit, source. Mm. I'm getting, um, crack the code. <laughs> Yeah, I'm hearing crack the code. Literally, we bust that shit wide open because we awaken to the fact that everything we have been seeking outside of us is already within us. We already hold the key. We realize this truth and we also simultane simultaneously, oof, need more tea, <laughs> simultaneously realize that this truth has actually been hidden in plain sight all along. Mm. All along. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. It makes you wonder, doesn't it? It makes you wonder about the personal power we actually have and are able, maybe even supposed to learn to tap into. Like... The whole premise of the matrix, right? Busting away from that roboticness that we have allowed to create the world we live in. To live life as the individuals we are. Share and live a world that feels like one we belong in, maybe. Hmm? I don't know. <laughs> um, you know, Elon Musk, right? Um... He said many times that he believes we are advanced players in a simulation, just like the Matrix. And his theory, it holds water if you think about what he's saying. I mean, I know. <laughs> Me personally. <laughs> I've thought of us as Sims, like myself, Sims. Uh, because I used to be like, that's why sometimes we just walk into a room and completely fucking forget why the hell we even went in there in the first place. <laughs> like, why the fuck am I here? <laughs> but he, much, much more intelligent than I, 
posed the question, okay? He said, if we are in a simulation, you have to think, who wrote the software running in your head? Who wrote the software running in your head? And do you actually want it there? I think that statement alone should be enough to make you go back to your earliest memories and think about what it all means. Like, who taught you what you think? Who taught you what you think, especially of yourself? Why you view yourself as you do? And do you believe it because it was something said to you over and over? Or do you actually feel that in your inner knowing, in your own energy, that that is truly who you are? Hmm? See? And that's what all this takes. Asking about you. In order to present the real authentic self to the outside world for yourself, you have to ask about you, within you. Asking the creator, the universe, or heck, the fucking master of this simulation for all we know, right? Why, why did you make me this way? Why do I feel like this or think on that? Hmm? I mean, why are we so afraid to ask these questions? Because we've been programmed to fear the answer. Fear the true self. And I, for one, think that needs to stop. And the funny thing is, you guys, is when you do stop and ask and listen, those fucking answers come. They do. And not all at once, right? Because as Elon also noted, why would you create a simulation that is more boring than what is considered reality? You wouldn't. That would be boring. Hmm? Even when we as humans make games, right? We make them up with the best possibles we can think of to make them better than our known reality. So if our experience is simulating, then it makes sense that our answers would trickle into us in an adventurous fashion where we would learn and grow and develop our own character, our own self, yeah? much as we develop characters in the video games we play. Hmm? And so as we ascend, the growth occurs simply because asking the creator to allow you the ability to really know yourself, that's the bigger picture. That's the higher perspective we seek, right? Because the creator already knows each of us individually. We have to learn how to know ourselves our true selves, not our presented self. Hmm? Our story in the simulation begins when we stop focusing on others and judgments altogether. And when we can, much like a video game character earns XP or experience points if you're not a gamer, <laughs> when they quote-unquote level up in their simulation, right, we too earn inner knowledge about why and how and who we are and why we are here. Yeah? The more you know, right? <laughs>
if you can do this, okay, I'm telling you, you're brave as fuck. You are. You are the hero or heroine of your own fucking story, and you should be proud of that. <laughs> Do you even realize how powerful it is not to focus on anyone else's business or pinpoint the shortcomings of other people? Do you even realize how powerful it is to allow and not to judge? Not pass judgments, but instead focus on you and why you are in the place you are in? Really? Yeah, think about that for a bit. And I'll take a sip of tea and let you, see? <laughs> see, that's how we break the karmic cycles. That's how you guys by acknowledging why and how we got to these cycles in the first place. And just like those simulations in our own human developed ones, right? If the hero doesn't complete the tasks, he doesn't beat that level. Yet. Our lives are the same deal. The highest version of you knows that your energy has to cycle through those things before you can learn from them and stop repeating them. Beat that level, if you will. And, you know, true authenticity, it may feel bittersweet. It might. You know, it might, you know, require saying goodbye to those we thought were meant for us. The places that we thought would never change. But again, in order to expand into that higher version, you must allow change to flow. And ride with it. Don't fight it. To fight is to fear. To fight is to fear. To allow is to tell fear, fuck you. <laughs> with assertiveness. Fuck, period. You, period. <laughs> and yeah, the ability to look at yourself and own those fears and tell them to fuck off is fucking power at its core. <laughs> you go, Glenn Coco. <laughs> uh, I mean... <clears throat> The video game hero, right, just goes. We as humans created them to fearlessly follow their program. Okay? So if our creator is watching our simulation, yeah, and program us to learn and to bypass fear, then why fight that? I don't know. It seems to me... If we were meant to stay stuck on fear, if our creator, however you believe in it, in it, right, wanted that for humankind, then why would we be given the intelligence and curiosity to question it in the first place? I mean, honestly, we don't do that for the heroes we create in our simulation, right? Like, they can't stop. Look at the screen and tell us, uh, I don't know, hey, 
It's me, Mario, and I'm a little bit scared of the big fire-breathing turtle dragon guy, and I don't really want to save the princess anymore. I just don't want to eat a meatball. <laughs> right? We don't. We don't. So, if we are an intelligent civilization creating civilization, uh, civil, that's a tongue twister, fucking civilization creating a simulation <laughs> that we don't allow them to question their programming, then if we are part of one that is more advanced than us, then how come we are allowed to question ours? If we are part of an even more advanced simulation, that means the goal of it is for us to expand our consciousness and ascend to the higher level. It's the only way that makes sense, you guys. Elon also said, physics is a good framework for thinking. Break things down to their fundamental truths and work up from there. And I think that's what ascending our minds into energetic consciousness is all about. Starting from the basics and working our way up from there. And isn't the basic concept of all that is simply you? You and what makes you you and why you're you and how you're you? I don't know. I think so. <laughs> So I'll leave it with this, and hopefully as we approach 2023, you grab hold of your world, whether it's simulated or otherwise, and start making those moves that only a true hero in any world would make. What works best to keep them going, and how they will get to the end of this level to go on to the next, growing their XP with each step, each fight, and each triumph. Can you truly be the hero you were born to be for you? Only you can answer that question. And it all starts with you asking the questions of you. So, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> okay, my friends, I'm going to finish this tea and call it a night. But I'll talk to you all later. Bye. <laughs>